Hello everyone, what's up? Welcome to the nth episode of Lessons from the Screen. And today with me, we have Sagar Chittipalli. Sagar, introduce yourself. Uh, hi, I am Sagar and uh, I am an editor at Learner. I have been editing for like quite a few months. And uh, that's mostly about me. So, budding filmmaker, editor of course. And uh, uh, you know me, I am Yash. I uh, do a little bit of everything at Learner. I edit, I shoot, sometimes I write a script, sometimes I act, sometimes uh, I also, you know, bring breakfast and snacks for everyone on the set, uh, fill uh, water bottles, um, and, and make awful jokes like the one that I'm making right now uh, before this gets out of hand. Uh, today's movie is Dilse, uh, which is a 1998. Uh, it's not a classic exactly, is it a classic? It was a classic when it released. It's fairly, it's fairly popular, but uh, I think it's not as popular in our generation. Yeah, I know it's more, more so it's popular for its music. The songs are, are brilliant, the songs are really brilliant. Um, but anyway, how much would you rate it out of 10 if you had to? Where 5 is a decent movie, Ek bar dekhega. 10 is a movie I'll watch 20,000 times. Yeah, I think I'll give it a 5. Okay, okay. I'll give it more than a 5. I will give it a 6, 6.5 maybe. Because it is. Uh, if I had to watch this movie again, I would watch it. Yeah. But I would not watch it on my will. I would not watch it again ki chalo wapas dekhte I would watch it agar let's say you are watching it and you want to come to me, I'll be like, yeah, sure. Mm. But I will never actively be like, yeah, they'll say what time. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, as the time has grown, the generation hai, which were at during the time of Dilse, mm -hmm. if you like, if you come to the present now, I think it hasn't grown that much, hmm. so that people go out and see again Dilse. Yeah. Probably they'll do it because they must have forgotten that film I did this is my second watch just because I knew the film, but I had forgotten most of most parts of it. Mm -hmm. So I thought I should revisit before we do this podcast. Same here. This is the second time watching this movie. The first time I watched it was back when I was in uh, school or high school something. Yes. And I didn't remember anything from that watch to be honest. I remembered a few things. I remembered that uh, uh, Manisha Koirala plays uh, the character of a terrorist. Shah Rukh Khan plays the uh, role of this guy who works in All India Radio. Uh, I remembered in bits and pieces. I didn't remember. The only thing I vividly remembered, spoiler alert by the way. A lot of spoilers by the way. Yeah. Like if you if you haven't watched the movie and you don't want, want spoilers, you're just yeah. doing it wrong. I just vividly remember they dying together at the end. I didn't even remember that. I didn't remember they dying at the end. I only vividly remember that Anki, yeah, this movie mein, they died. Uh -huh. so, so yeah. Unless and when I was seeing the movie, so seeing the credits, then I remembered, oh yeah, Preeti Zinta, we had I remember Preeti Zinta because she's really pretty. 
ट्रैक्शन and uh, as soon as it is done she's just like mm, you go away you're not here anymore again see fairly there we needed a conflict for manisha koirala's character because when she comes into the house she uh, wasn't expecting him to be getting, getting married and all but i feel you know story line base hmm. we needed a conflict right so right. this was the conflict but again she was only till there exactly so i don't know what does she do we aren't we aren't even told what does she do for a living yeah 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 exactly. she just shows up and she's like yeah let's get married i'm like bro what do you do did you guys like hang out did you ever talk <laughs> do you even know what her last name is yeah, yeah, yeah. they are just like yeah you know what i think we should get married just end of conversation yeah like they fairly quite nicely just agreed to get married to each other at mm. least her very so again she she comes in after the second half of the film and even in the second half again the yeah meena mm. the shakura was there she enters and then again it's about these two people oh talking about lazy writing you know what is pretty is in this character called in this movie if you want to take a guess you want to take a guess <laughs> it's called preeti Ah, pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lazy as fuck writing, dude. Lazy as fuck writing. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, pretty Zinda, why would don't you do this role? What should we call this character? Mm-hmm. Since it's played by Pretty, it should be called Pretty. Yeah. That's it. Like, really, you know, like zero marks for creativity. Uh, but could we? Could could? Obviously, the answer would be yes, I guess. But you know, her character could have been used more. I agree. That, that's all I feel. Mm-hmm. Because that's it. She comes for like two to three times, and whatever the conversations they have, mm-hmm. pretty much they are two bad jokes. Yes. Probably controversial jokes for today's time. Very. Some of them very sexist. Yeah. Very sexist jokes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's it. That's. most of the conversation they have other than see despite this movie being uh, quite sexist mm-hmm. and uh, amar sharukh khan's character being quite a push, pushy asshole yeah, yeah yeah but still this movie is actually quite good this movie is surprisingly good for what an asshole sharukh khan is in this like not not as a person as the character that he plays it's quite surprising how good this movie is so for me Yeah, let's let's move into this key. Let's just define what they say was supposed to be, and let's get into it. Okay. So first thing I think they say like like they said I think I've read it uh, I've read it online and I uh, like even in the songs of Ranveer. Hmm. Uh, the film was supposed to show you like the these seven stages of love. Okay, how. how it travels through mm-hmm. uh, the seven stages of love mm-hmm. but i don't think it did it perfectly i i didn't see any other stage like she, he sees the woman on the train platform mm-hmm. 
and yeah he just fell he is in love well, again he again he acknowledged <laughs> do you believe in love at first sight We should do this survey. I really want to do this survey where you know we ask a lot of people, "Do you believe in love at first sight?" Because I certainly don't. I'm like, see, here's my problem. This is my take. Okay, you you as a listener can be somebody who believes in love at first sight, and you may have a different take, and I respect that. Um, but I do. I really don't believe in love at first sight because I really don't know anything about you. How am I? I'm just falling in love with what you look like. Yeah, that's not see. That's what I'm saying. Okay, when when the when Meena goes away, when her train comes and is mm. there with both the cups of tea, mm. he says this must be the world's smallest, sure, yeah, shortest yeah. love yeah, story. Yeah. And till that point, I thought I just thought that this is a character who saw her and thought she's beautiful and tried to mm. get into a conversation because he's an extra. Which again, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Which is something we all have done at some point. We yeah. do see this, you know, spicy senorita at a certain club or bar or or yes. somewhere, and we try to converse with her. But yeah. that is not the same as falling in love. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. Uh, but again, when when he sees her again, he he we are shown that he is suddenly it's an obsession for her. Again, like how? Like, Yeah, how how, how did that how do you go from seeing this spicy senorita and going you know what she's bonkers or she's hot or she's pretty or she's cute so and i would like to talk to her from there how do you go to being like fuck i'm i'm just crazy madly in love with you kaise what is the <laughs> what is what is the procedure does somebody have an sop for making this happen so that's what i was saying ki they skip the few stages in between Yeah, they're like they're like infatuation, direct to obsession. Where were the stages in between, man? So I think that's the main issue of this film. But other, see, like you said, it's a pretty good movie. I would feel so similar only because of its like three things. My mm-hmm. takeaways from this film were uh, based on its cinematography, its mm-hmm. music, mm-hmm. and its editing. Editing, uh-huh. yeah, editing. But yeah, these were my main three takeaways from the film. Other than that, it's it wasn't so enjoyable for me. It was very, it's not so good. You know what? I would like to actually say something different. Yeah. I think the editing was okay, yeah. but it could have been faster. Now maybe you know this movie is what about it? Many years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1998. I don't know. You do the maths. This is 2021, so that is 23 something years approximately, mm-hmm. and. <clears throat> Back then, maybe movies were longer, mm-hmm. but two hour forty-five minutes. It's a two hour forty-five minute movie. Yeah. It's almost a three-hour movie. That's two movies by my standards. That's two movies by I, my standards. I, I am very much okay with long films. And uh, I think this one, I don't really think had the content to make it worth the two hour forty-five minute mark. I, I have seen a really old, really long movies like Mother India, mm-hmm. which really hold the ground. When you watch Mother India, at no point do you feel, oh, this is so stretched. Yeah, this is so long. In in this movie, it was slow. It could have been faster. If you just want to jump from, you know, seeing somebody first time to getting obsessed, let's do it fucking quick, right? Let's do it quick. 
I didn't feel it as a slow film at all. I was pretty like uh, I was pretty the Shahrukh Khan ka jo character hai, the mm. Shahrukh's character Amar. Mm. But like stage by stage, he somewhere it annoyed me. A lot, a lot. So, yeah, but we will rant about that. Yeah, right? yeah, we will rant yeah, about yeah. that later. Just a very annoying character who just cannot shut the fuck up and mind his own business. Like when you ask the girl, you know, uh, can I get you something? Mm. She doesn't say anything. Mm. Then you need to understand that you know you should shut the fuck up. But he doesn't. He's like, कुछ तो बोल दीजिए यही बोल दीजिए कि ये इशारा shut up. So I think like, bro, you're problem. just you're just losing. You're just missing the point at this point. Okay, you're just missing the point. And his annoyance just keeps growing. You know, at some yeah, point yeah, in the yeah. movie. So so he, he always is. finds a new way to annoy Meghna and us. Yeah, obviously. And that's the way it didn't feel slow to me because every time he adds something <laughs> new on his sleeve, it's not like he's trying the same. Oh yeah, what's the worst part? Um, I felt the most annoying part was. towards the end in the last quarter of the movie he tells her uh, you have used me i'm like no bro you went there and served yourself on a platter you were like please proceed to use me there's a difference there's a difference in fact may i like meena's character a lot yeah. throughout she has maintained her decency mm-hmm. i felt throughout uh, even towards the end when we are shown she has feelings for him mm-hmm. she tries to repel him away push him away so that you know he doesn't get dragged into it and and surely it doesn't end well for him and she knew it she saw it coming she is a professional so to speak in uh, you know being in terroristy things um actually actually which is something will come to later is she a terrorist or is she a revolutionary but but see that being same for later um she she surely not somebody who uses people and it's very clear from the start oh, she did use she says she says that i used you what's the point of her going to his home she just didn't go there because yeah, she was that out but at that point it was very late like amar had already you know served again himself on a platter saying that please proceed to use me by that point in the movie Like she had been very clear in the beginning. To be honest, like this guy, like initially she was very much against talking to him mm-hmm. or being friendly or cozy or anything. He was the one who was just not willing to take no for an answer. He was just like, no, मुझे तेरे से बात करना है. That's it, ना. The what was uh, the way he just follows her on the bus to her home, just exactly. just by meeting her once. Which is also why I never felt empathy for Amar Charukhan. Yeah. That is, I actually didn't feel empathy for any character. No. The only character I felt empathy was for Priti Zinda. Yeah. 
रिलेशनशिप It's just like yeah, this guy is in love. That's why he is going to go and be an asshole who is not willing to take no for an answer. As like, but it's and he's just an asshole too. Have you realized that? It's not just that he's he is uh, this asshole to only make na. When he goes to interview the terrorists, he's an asshole even there. You know. Again, you know, you may call them terrorists. You may call them revolutionaries. But as a but again, as a, he wasn't supposed to be an asshole. लीडर you know if something happens it will go to the bad bro stop being so fucking cocky all the time yeah that's there but again you know when like two guys pick you up and then you know it's clearly your fault you don't say you don't you don't act cocky again it's this is like life tips bro you don't act cocky when two guys are going to beat you up but in his eyes his actions are justified right he doesn't feel anywhere that he is doing something wrong Well, at this point, from his perspective, he knows, he thinks, he thinks he, he presumes, no, no, he he thinks that she is married to either one of them. 
at this point in the movie that's what his character presumes yeah so then how do you not think flirting with somebody's wife is wrong no he says not that i have to apologize to her but again he thought but that's not how he behaves in front of them when yeah, these two guys pick him up he's all cocky and he's like yo i'm on this government officer if you fuck with me i'll Leave out all the judgments or all the uh, perceptions we have of that scene, yeah, of the okay. whole movie. Okay. If you keep it aside, mm-hmm. what they meant out to me, like think as if this all is justified, and then think of uh, yeah, Amar as a character. Okay. Maybe we'll get something out. Okay, why if this film? Yeah, why is that scene like that? Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm trying to do. Again, but in all sense and said, he's just some annoying guy. He shouldn't have done anything. Like especially that scene where he forces himself to kiss her, and then there is. It was very not so good watching that scene because it's clearly where she's trapped. She's pushing him, and again, it didn't feel so good to watch that scene. You know what I have a hot take. What? I have a very hot take. In our generation, yeah. and in India, especially in India, I don't know about the rest of the world. In India, in our generation, the concept of love, the concept of loving someone, is so fucked up because of these movies. Yeah. Obviously. Because this is not the only movie where the lead actor, yeah. the lead male. Falls in love with a certain female it's, and decides to just you know run with it. It's it's a genre. There there are such annoying asshole guys fall in love with not so annoying assholes sometimes. That's what this genre it is. It is most of the Bollywood of that time. Any movie, most of the movies you pick it up. There is this guy who is obsessed with a girl. The girl says no, but he pursues her. At the end, the girl is like, okay, fine, let's. I am also in love with Tika. So it's a genre in itself. But again, so mostly see. We see, I I will I we, um, admit one thing. Love does make people do stupid things. Yeah. From time to time. Yeah. Um. So that's. What but this 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 movie is is goes goes to extremes. Yeah. Really goes to extremes. <laughs> And it clearly also shows the naiveness of the character, like when they so are in this bus. That's what I'm saying. See, when you <coughs> say the naiveness of a character, mm-hmm. so that is another trope of that character. That this is a naive kid, mm-hmm. okay, not a kid, a man, naive man. A kid, a kid, a kid. Yeah, we can say. A kid. Okay, a kid. This guy is one of. He's a naive kid. He's an innocent kid. You mm-hmm. can say because he ends up getting bullied in every single movie, not. By our perspective. Yeah, but like by his his own words, yeah. Yeah. So he he ends up getting used. So these are all traits of a what do you say? He's just free spirited. He doesn't think much. But again, there is no 
not very much conscious or thought before him doing anything to get my point there is See, no it's, it's kind his, of he thought going back yeah. of the mind before doing any action it's just action there is it's no, it's more like he just no reacts filter. to things yeah yeah i agree so in the scene where you know they are in the bus in uh, leh ladakh somewhere mm-hmm. and um, uh you know they are getting in the bus and there is this army officers in the uniform they ask who are you and he says you know i am from all india radio and then they ask meghna and she is like i'm with him till this point she has been very you know no i don't know you i don't want to talk to you all of a sudden she is like i'm with him that is a red flag especially when she is saying this to an army officer it it would this has to be a red flag like bro who are you okay like this is the point when you turn around and run This is where she starts using it, right? You know, like he said. Again, you can is, say so. Yeah, because there is this whole plot point that she can only go through air in getting a job in uh, All India Radio mm-hmm. to be in that period and to <coughs> do that deal. Mm-hmm. So she sees she sees an opportunity maybe to misuse him for her own agenda. And she mm-hmm. says again. It's the best way out, right? Because there is leverage of being a government. And see, that is the thing. Like when he sees this, this should be the first red flag. Yeah. This should be the point when you know any sensible human being, guy or girl, should turn the other way around and fucking run. Take notes. You better be writing notes right now. Anyway. So, so he, he clearly and there is clearly a few of these red flags. It's not like this is the only red flag. and in his uh, it's more obsession with this person so when you say this for me when i see acting wise mm. uh, one and in this scenario one ends up getting more of sympathy for manisha's character i agree i agree so also because see also there was this another podcast that i heard mm. where the guy said mm. again this podcast is by vinit uh, masram uh, Who, who runs a you who runs a youtube channel called cinema beyond entertainment okay. so sort out of, go check out that channel it's very good he makes video essays and stuff but okay. he stopped making video essays now but he may pop uh, up some uh, podcast here and there okay okay but it's a really good it's a really good channel if you are a cinephile and i think most of you already know but if you are listening it for the first time do check out that channel <laughs> so in one of his podcast he just says ki this story was manisha's story more than amar's story i so, feel that there is where that is where you know the disservice is done i really don't didn't like the idea that it was told from uh, amar's perspective <laughs> but you end up having a lot of empathy for manisha's character uh, yeah because she make megna ha megna me manisha ko raha hai megna's character because her conflict is bigger right and you know what is i think the most powerful thing they show why she turned into yeah. this uh, rebellious character this rebellious person okay which is a very true story again a very unpopular opinion controversies but india is not as great of a country as we think it is we certainly have these pockets these places whose people are not really what you and me living in a metropolis like mumbai would call independent there are people who are in india in the same country 
who are not as uh, uh, how do I put it, man? They are just not as uh, privileged as you and me are, and this includes a lot of different types of people. And honestly, not just in India, globally, that has been the root cause behind terrorism, or any of these, you know. Uh, any any of these malicious activities, but yeah, again, yeah, this is just one of the one of the ways you can. Put it. I'm sure there there are different perspectives yeah. on it, but I think Manisha's story, mm-hmm. her reason why she is this rebellious character, uh, you call them a, 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 a terrorist, you call them a, a, you know freedom fighters, whatever you call them, the story is very strong. And I think it is introduced very late in the movie, very late. That is that is you know one of the problems with this movie. When I said it's very long, there's a lot of things that could have been introduced faster, quicker. Trust me, if I was editing this movie, it would be a 90-minute movie. But again, see, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I never felt this was a slow movie. But again, what don't you think this struggle of Manisha's character should have been introduced much earlier in the movie? No. So if if you are If you are sticking to the thing that I would show this film from a guy's perspective, I would show it from Manisha's perspective. Yeah, yeah. If if that's the case, yes, obviously you will introduce that from the get go, or even you'll find somewhere where you already know. So which which this film does that. So somewhere we know something is wrong. Okay, with her, mm-hmm. the way she says, you know, there is some mystery, and that mystery is very evident to us. Therefore, whatever she does and what kind of, he is being an asshole to her. But mm-hmm. whatever she does, he always has sympathy for her. Even at the end of the movie, when it's revealed that she is a terrorist, we don't hate her. We just know where she comes from, what her reasons are. Even though we understand that mm-hmm. what she is doing is wrong. Mm-hmm. We know where she comes from, so we never end up hating her Agreed. at all. Agreed. So that's what the film does really well. The the kind of mystery that they keep with her as the character mm-hmm. is is good. Mm-hmm. How it stretches out to be and how how that sequence is shot is so powerful. I felt I because agree. I agree. Yeah, that's, the that's cross visuals they use man, Santosh Shivan, the cinematographer of this. It's film. a simple transition. It's like yeah. iMovie has it. iMovie is a free software, piece yeah, of software, and it has it. But they have so used it so well. Planned. It's not just a random thrown in there. Yeah, it's not just random. He knew how to take that closer, how to move that closer there, mm. how how much of a how much to reveal this frame and that frame. It's like in simple cross dissolve. I think both of the like both of the footages are open. The opacity is decreased to fifty percent in both the mm-hmm. cases. Like they are equally superimposed. But yeah. yeah, in this scene, in this scene, it wasn't like that. It was fluctuating. Where they were yes. emphasizing on the past, and when they were emphasizing on the present, when mm-hmm. she's saying it. Mm-hmm. So the way it's shot is so beautiful and so strong. When it speaks to you, now, mm-hmm. what where is she coming from? Mm-hmm. And not again. Showing it with not such what you say, her her experiences are very traumatic in a gruesome or maybe gory way for mm-hmm. life of a boy. But it's it never as visually it's not that gory, and still it and it still makes you feel that uh, where she is coming from. 
then compared to amar story mm. that it should have been her movie more than his even if it was in and her you know watching it throughout it keeps feeling like that yeah. it keeps feeling like you you playing with if it was a game you were playing amar mm. but again you really don't feel for amar as much as you do for uh, yeah make yeah obviously you always have that hollow feeling when you're watching it yeah, because that is lack of characterization that's the fault of lack of characterization for amar there is nothing much other i know nothing about him other than the fact he's obsessed with this girl oh and he and he is a production uh, sorry program executive at uh, because he tells you 2500 times that he's a fucking program executive yeah. at uh, he's in all india radio yeah he's in all india radio and we see him we see him only two times taking interviews one was the terrorist when he goes to terrorist and the other time when he asks the policeman in ladakh yeah that's the only two times we see him doing work rest all the time he's just running behind this girl like yaar by that time at that period you were, you must have gotten fired bhai mm-hmm. office ka mara <laughs> ladakh over a thousand kilometers i don't think i i don't think it was northeast or oh, they say it's somewhere in northeast they don't say where it's it's yeah. somewhere in northeast but anyway this is very far from leh ladakh and he he you know goes to this uh, uh, pay phone guy and asks where did she used to call and he comes to know it is somewhere in leh ladakh and he just shows up to leh mm-hmm. cut to leh i'm like how are you how is he not fired what did he exactly tell his boss because i want to tell everyone in my company so that i can get a holiday what excuse did he make what again see the what is it if you see the thing the film is relevant to its time because it had been 50 years since independence fair and, enough and that political tension yeah if you can say the tension between the people Mm-hmm. Uh, was evident at that time. It was relevant to the scene. So when you say that, but this is this movie was also made. You know, it came out when the issue of Northeast was just getting started. Mm-hmm. This is when you know we we had uh, we had we had the whole Naxalite thing and everything was just just starting up in India. So as you said, you know, it was very politically accurate for its time, or it was very politically apt. I mean, accurate. Mm-hmm. It was apt for the time. but uh you know with with all being said and done all things that i didn't like about the movie one thing i really like is the acting of uh, both the leads do you think so i um so for me it was tad over the line 
to ask for uh, in all india radio for a job with her, mm-hmm. with her documents mm-hmm. that scene is so beautiful because the door keeps uh, opening and closing opening and closing yeah and there's there's people being, going by yeah so th- th- that is such a definitive setup we see this wide angle and people are just coming and going coming and going and we see despite it being for, wide yeah. i think the setup is so well you feel the claustrophobia yeah you feel the lack of space yeah, you yeah, feel yeah. that discomfort but again that lack of space gives you tension right because exactly. amar is that character who is always trying to get near her in space mm. Mm. that gives us that uh, tension between these characters mm. also it set up ki why that scene was shot that way if you think carefully when the door closes there is always this scene that cuts to black and comes with like uh, yeah the door when it closes there is mm. it goes completely black after mm. it fully closes there is this beam of light that is coming from a small square window on yeah. that door yeah. and it falls on manisha koirala and then it bounces off and falls on sharukh khan yes yes it's such a beautiful shot but again to go with that thinking ki bhai let me set up this shot because oh, it only justifies if people are coming and going out then you can get on that logic that the door is constantly only then that door makes sense yeah so to set up that shot for that lightning to follow such intelligent worker and again that that's it even though it is not mani ratnam's best film but he never but mani ratnam never uh, disappoints you when it comes to visual way of telling a story i agree with you take out take most of his films you will never be disappointed but the things which are good is um, as you said cinematography is amazing yeah i i also i still think you know my personal opinion that sharukan's acting was quite good like he was given a certain character yeah he was given a certain script mm. so given that you know he could not explore outside that mm-hmm. given that you know he was told this is the character you have to play i think uh, he did a very good job of convincing mm. that he is this mad lad mm. uh, obsessed guy Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know so he 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 plays a cocky yeah. thing very well. Mm-hmm. Um, I would I would agree on that fact where he makes it very believable yeah. that he is at least ha huh, at least for the scenes where he gets beaten up. I was like uh, it was a time where uh, Bollywood had this machism like like the hero knows how to fight a villain. But for no apparent reason. Yeah. But like somehow the hero is yeah. James Bond. but again because it's mani ratnam's writing mm. we get that realism that he is not just a fit guy mm. he he gets beaten up a lot mm. but he just he also gets up and beats them so there is this equilibrium yeah. of sorts created and which gives a good touch because mm. when he is in agony we know he is in agony he is not right. just some macho hero who will get up and mm-hmm. is not affected by all that right, beating right, and right, he'll right. just kick uh, the shit out of them mm. so yeah so in that sense kafi kafi cool yeah so th- it's it's all about finding a way to uh, make a, cra- a character grounded to reality in mm. some some manner in some manner that is what in is important so it will cross i'm pretty sure people who watched the film during that time or in general must have enjoyed it or felt entertained to a certain level Uh, because yes i would agree on that it is a very entertaining movie yeah. and um, i think but my favorite thing in the movie has to be the songs yeah definitely it still stands dude nobody will talk about 
अरे दिल से क्या मोहित थी बट एवरी वन से क्या गाने attraction infatuation uh, admiration um, worship. worship obsession hmm. and death. at the end death which is what happens to yeah. amar sharukh khan's character even, which is quite an irony even, even which is quite an irony because yeah. amar means the undead <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. in exactly. hindi and you know he yeah. uh, that's turns out the law of nature is true nobody is amar you die at the end <laughs> even if you are sharukh khan so yeah even even that scene in that song at the last uh, so the song if you hear it individually mm-hmm. like not seeing the movie the la- the end uh, lyrics of the song is mujhe maut ki god mein sone de and if you s- the movie in the movie when the song comes when it comes these lines are not there these lines yes are, i noticed that yeah, i didn't notice that lines the are repeated at the end when they actually die together Mm. but again if you see that scene it's some co- sort of uh, what do you say a foreshadowing because in that scene sharuk mm. khan is just laying in the lap of manisha kotala's yes. character like he's a dead man mm. and the lyrics are supposed to be at that point in the song where they say mujhe maut ki god mein sona and it's just beautiful in the way it's so another thing about uh, satrangi re mm. uh, at the start he's wearing this black cloak and uh, manisha kolala and sharuk khan the both of them are separated by a body of water yeah there's a small lake or mm-hmm. pond something mm-hmm. okay and and you know he he really wants to go there and be with her mm-hmm. and uh, at this point she's also wearing something black yeah okay but you'll notice through as you know the song progresses he ends up from this side of the bo- body of water to that side mm-hmm. throughout his clothes remain the same he's wearing the black cloak but her clothes keep changing 
it's you know it's as if showing the one sidedness of the of his of his love story mm-hmm. like he is the one who's committed yeah. he is the one who's not changing she is like you know yeah, what fuck you bro that's a nice observation coffee good yeah even even outside that song every other song is what we call in bollywood a dream sequence you know where the story yeah. doesn't really progress uh the the song sort of happen in a parallel dimension mm-hmm. as the movie but in this one every move every song really makes a lot of sense it, it gives you the inside for example how i said you know that this this guy is it's a very single mm-hmm. uh sided kind of a love story mm-hmm. and satrangi re shows that very well mm-hmm. the same way when you show uh, see other songs chhaiya chhaiya for example it really shows you know this guy is is his infatuation mm-hmm. in chhaiya chhaiya you see how he he's brought barely like seen her once mm-hmm. but he is already like dreaming about her uh-huh. so every song like you correctly said every song most of yeah every song is about what the character is feeling in some way mm-hmm. or the other to break down like that mm-hmm. see jiyajal is about how preeti is fantasizing about getting married to amar oh my god jiyajal is a super underrated song yeah yeah lata mangeshkar has just the greatest she has knocked it out of the park yeah. out of the city they this is amazing like lata mangeshkar is amazing yeah, 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 but in this song she has just unparalleled the music to the music of that song i particularly like jiya uh, jale just for how the just tablas just kicking if uh-huh. you see so the how i like everyone listens to music in a way Mm-hmm. which is unique and stuff mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. jiyajale i always like that movie uh, that song just how the tablas just come you know when i was watching the movie and uh, jiyajale started mm-hmm. and i heard her first first you know 30 seconds one minute of Why it that song is too hot man <laughs> <laughs> it's i don't know how did it pass the censorship board It's back in hard. 1998 But anyway, you know, I I heard like the first thirty seconds, one minute of it, mm-hmm. and you know, I paused and I was like, man, Lata Mangeshkar is killing it. Mm-hmm. And then I really had this question: what happened to all this talent that used to ha- be there in Bollywood? Where are all these? Why is uh, why is you know Indian pop music now um, some honey guy, some badsha guy? Uh, having three models in the background and singing vodka 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 lamborghini lamborghini how did we you know how did that transition happen there are other good music to listen to by the way i know that but you know like this was in a bollywood movie in a mainstream movie in which mainstream movie today is there an actually legitimately amazing song i'm sure there's like two So, but but why is it not you know the mainstream the pop how did again you know we go from there to there so i don't know the answer of this question but what i do know is uh, how we can seek out for obviously because we are interested in movies and stuff we do know how to seek out for the good stuff see there. i agree there is a lot of great music in india right now yeah. um the the local train is an amazing rock band yeah. that i listen to there's a lot of this amazing indie music and uh, the not so popular ones mm. but again why are they not so popular ones they deserve to be popular they deserve they do have their own crowd though it's not like that uh, i think they it's not like I they're really sitting i would really like to see like, something uh, 
you know like the local train or uh, uh, divine who is an amazing uh, guy he's really great at rap uh, i would really like to see something of that quality something that has quality be mainstream again be in uh, a bollywood movie with shahrukh khan in it again it will happen dude. it has to happen somewhere because there are guys sitting out there with great uh, great scripts to be made mm-hmm. it's just let them find a producer okay. who is willing to make that it's sort of also global phenomena if you see even uh-huh. even outside india mm-hmm. back in the 90s we had uh, a lot of indie work come you know yeah, 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 90s yeah, yeah. and early 2000s we had a lot of you know uh, i guess uh, wes anderson made uh, his first feature film uh, back then uh, tarantino made his uh, i don't think he made his first film but the first film that gave him the break you know made him made him big was in late 90s early 2000s and sort of the 2010s have been the era of you know blockbuster of marvel and uh, you know cinema that makes a lot of money mm-hmm. and it essentially doesn't have to really be indie yeah i don't know so if you go on comparing to at least music wise uh, mm-hmm. the outside of india and india mm-hmm. so we have always had this thing where uh, music is a part of movies in india it was ah. yeah apart mm-hmm. if you say apart from the classical stuff or the sufi stuff mm-hmm. or folk songs mm-hmm. folk songs for that matter mm-hmm. but the ultimate i i don't know i must be uh, what do you say generalizing this but bollywood uh, music in the movie uh, is is a huge thing and yeah. it's been huge for many years so for that same reason we do, we had there was a good st- a uh, like good strike of indie music that when khelas care was making his own songs like sanya oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so yes. you if you everyone remembers that era that era had like some real good indie music everyone and remembers still, that yeah, yeah because there's these songs you just hear a second of it and you know that's khelas care yeah so again so because of this incorporation between song music and movies in india mm. uh, that indie stuff never like grew out of the may mm. became something of its own mm-hmm. but saying that there are like artists out there that we just don't know or we are yet to discover i agree there are there's a lot so, of artists like yeah it. it's it's just the matter of going on youtube and randomly searching you'll find them and they are there so that's that but uh, yeah other than that what else did you really like about this movie No, I did I did like the editing man so I I found it fascinating mm-hmm. uh, because also because it has such great uh, cinematography how do you just stitch those scenes into into one was what interesting for me especially okay. especially I felt it more because of chhaiya mm-hmm. chhaiya for mm-hmm. that man because if you, if you retrospect and if you think mm-hmm. how that sequence was shot because it's already difficult So shoot on a moving train moving train yeah. and with that complex choreography you just know that they took a shitload of takes yeah you yeah. obviously know there are a lot of takes there yeah. and you just have to stitch them and how mm-hmm. do you do it but the most brilliant thing what the cinematography mm-hmm. department did is mm-hmm. if you see i have noticed there mm-hmm. are scenes where it's the same angle but different lenses So they ah, yes they, I have noticed that as well. So yes. they just didn't back out they took 
they kept an angle they took two three variations <laughs> of it with lenses they with angles let's make sure we have edited everything yeah, in the so editing they, yeah so they did every every possible iterations i think they took that and it must be very difficult back in that yeah. day with with the technology of 1998 yeah yeah Like there are again, some shots again, of the train yeah. which look like drone shots. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously. But I don't think there were drones back then. No, I they were took out of crane. And if you see, yeah, that's one, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. You know, is this a crane or did they like mount the camera under a helicopter or it's or like beauty. what do you do? If you go sit down and say every every every. cut if you hmm. just notice it hmm. you understand there is not one cut which lingers for a long time there are especially cuts. during that song yeah. yes yes so that's again uh, just between i have to say this that hmm. farah khan did an amazing job choreographing that song that lady really does yeah does some very amazing work especially like getting i just i just want to know ki how she thought how she went to that thought probably ट्रेन चलने वाला है और आपको ये गाना कोरियोग्राफ करने का आई डोंट नो हाउ टू डू इट बट आई कैन इमेजिन बीइंग अप्रोच्ड विद दैट टास्क बाय द डायरेक्टर और प्रोड्यूसर सो या कमिंग बैक टू दैट आई हैव नोटिस वन थिंग इफ यू गो थ्रू द लिरिक्स ना सो द मेन पार्ट ऑफ द लिरिक्स ना इज ऑलवेज इन क्या टाइट क्लोज अप्स और मिड्स जस्ट इन छाया छाया और एवरी सॉन्ग नो इन छाया छाया ओके सो इट्स इन टाइट क्लोज अप्स और मिड्स सो मे वेयर द कॉम्प्लेक्स कॉम्प्लेक्स मोर या वेयर द एम्फोसिस इज नीडेड लाइक जिसके सर हो इसके कि चाहो पाओ के नीचे जन्नत होगी सो लिरिक्स लाइक दिस हैव दैट टाइट क्लोज अप्स और मिड क्लोज अप्स बट एवरी अदर थिंग वेयर द म्यूजिक इज फ्लोइंग वेयर द इंटरलोड इज देयर और वेयर द इट्स जस्ट अ म्यूजिक पार्ट और द कोरस छाया 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 has this wide shots moving shots of the train and stuff so it's so that's when they have really shown the yeah yeah and it's such a good selection of shots that hmm. the editor has made ki there is this i don't know the lyric point hmm. but there is this one static angle where hmm. only the waist of the dancer is visible and hmm. shahrukh khan is behind kneeling back hmm. but just to show a transition when she passes by it cuts to his tight close up because they just put another lens wala take there mm-hmm. and it just makes organic because the editor didn't just took the task of making this into i don't know i have this all bunch mm-hmm. of takes and i have to compile into it one song one mm-hmm. song and give it mm-hmm. away he he took care about the lyrics he knew what to do when and how to make the best out of this and i am convinced that there is no other alternative mm-hmm. possible way of making it that song it wouldn't yeah, have been better yeah. even if you go even if there is another universe out there where <laughs> dilse was made mm-hmm. that is he would still it would be the same editor still there doing that same mm-hmm. choices of editing mm-hmm. it can it can't made it can't be better than this mm. so in that sense <clears throat> that is true about every song every song uh, has its own amazing cinematography yeah, yeah, every yeah. song is its own yes, masterpiece yes. Yeah. even uh, dil se yeah, the, the yeah, title yeah. track yes the title yeah. track uh, yes, there's yeah. this part when uh, army soldiers are marching by yeah, yeah, and yeah. sharukh khan and uh, Manisha Koirala yeah. are hiding in this ditch in a, in a pit in the land. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, shot yeah, 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 yeah. is one long continuous take over the the the, the bunch of leaves. I think ah, and it's done so beautifully. 
I don't know I think it's a metaphor in some way for Amar as a character I don't know because it's his fantasy they'll say is not a song in the perspective of Manisha Koirala okay it's in the perspective of Amar so I think it has to signify because even uh, even in that I have scene, always felt it is a song about love versus war love yeah. versus hatred yeah you know and it is a song the, about yeah. they'll say from your heart mm-hmm. um it is a song about love mm-hmm. but it is painted on a on a canvas of war it is painted on the canvas of this this war and i think and it was supposed unrest in northeast it was also supposed to address the conflict yeah mysteriousness of manisha koirala right because uh, let's be like he is a however amar be Amar is as a character, but mm. he does know that there is some kind of conflict in our mm. in our life. The way he says, mm. uh, "I see into your eyes, and I want to know what is behind them." But so I can't see anything. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, he knows there is some mm. kind of conflict, and I think that uh, that thing. What do you mm. say? That song addresses mm. that thing mm. in a way. Ki mm. He is trying to get this mm. girl amidst all this chaos. And mm-hmm. I think that chaos is what is happening inside of her. Fair. Because we know what is inside of her. That mm-hmm. it is that setting. I also felt somewhere, you know, knowing that she is a terrorist or a revolutionary mm-hmm. from the start of the movie, knowing that they are gonna die, mm-hmm. kind of robbed me from the fun of watching it. You know, I kind of from the starting since I knew it, it just robbed me from you know mm-hmm. having that awe factor when you know around the interval time it has shown around the. Yeah. halfway point mm-hmm. again when or maybe the you, reveal was just you, never strong enough yeah, maybe yeah. no you cannot have the same feeling when you watch a film second time so mm. it's always ki you you will Agreed. be smitten for the first time mm. but for the second time you'll definitely have some kind of takeaways mm. definitely you'll you'll notice some things you didn't notice for the first time Agreed. so yeah multiple watching yeah fair watching fair. a movie after you have already watched it is mm-hmm. just for that that you can't chase that feeling ki yaar mere ko i want to feel that again you won't feel it but you will do you will definitely get to take away something different this time fair well with that said um anything you want to add any closing thoughts about the movie yeah, closing thoughts i would just say just watch it for its brilliant cinematography Look in, look at Chaya Chaya, and how is edited, and how it's a brilliant, brilliant, like a piece of art when it mm-hmm. comes to visual storytelling. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's it, I guess. Check out Santosh Shivan. Check out the editor. I think his name is Suresh. I'm sorry, I'm uh, remembering it wrong. Mm-hmm. Check out other Mani Ratnam films and learn his films. Mm-hmm. Uh, better, he has made better films. and again go listen to the soundtrack of this film again just to just to feel nice again it just What reminds you know how yeah. brilliant ar rahman is yeah pretty much every song has 
A.R. Rahman has touched every song in this movie, I think so. Yeah, in yeah. some way or other. Sometimes it's, he has sung, sometimes he has given the lyrics, sometimes he has composed the music and uh, the songs just stand alone, forget the movie, Song, songs themselves are a masterpiece. Yeah. And this film is evidently known for its music. Whoever, whoever would remember Dilse would remember it for its music. I agree. I agree. And yeah, he just knocked it out of the park, man. A. R. Rahman, sir, you are great. Always kills it. Yeah. And that is it, I guess. I guess that is it. Thanks a lot for listening to us, watching us. Thank you, Uh, thank you, Yash, for having me. Yeah. In this conversation. We'll have you again soon. We should Definitely. as soon as we have decided what maybe we want to do next. Definitely. Uh, which will not be pushy uh, asshole falls in love with some girl. Why not? I, mean, I don't think I want to do that kind of movie for a long time. You'll, you'll get to learn something in any kind of movie. If it's a bad movie, you get to know how not to make a movie. So there is Fair nothing. <laughs> with that said. Thanks everyone for watching slash listening. Thank you. Thank you for listening to us. Bye.